welcome to the Experience Garden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with three first-year students in our full-time MBA class of 2025, Matt Al, Luis Otero, and Brianna Huff. I invited Matt, Luis, and Brianna on the podcast to talk about their experience getting started here in their first year at Darden, but also to talk about their experience attending the diversity conference last year as they were prospective students navigating the MBA search process. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here's my interview with Matt Al, Luis Otero, and Brianna Huff. Matthew, Luis, Brianna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for Thanks having, for having us. us. Thank you. Well, it's great to have you here. Matthew, how's everything going? Things have been good. Living the dream, as I'm about to say. Uh, just finished a uh, long week of classes um, and then potentially heading to a vineyard at, at six. And then tomorrow, heading down to an MBA conference. Um, so a lot been going on. Drinking from the fire hose, state and lease. All right. Benefits of being in Charlottesville after your Thursday class, you can retire to a vineyard. So, exactly. uh, Louise, how about you? How have you been? Yeah, same. Likewise, you know, uh, it's been a, a long week already, but a great uh, week indeed with some of my core classes. Um, and looking forward to uh, after this actually going out to the uh, soccer pitch with the Darden Soccer Club. All right. Brianna, last but not least, how, how are things going in your world? I think that overall things are going well. DVD or Darden before Darden prepped me well for the experience that we're seeing now um, during actual third week finalizing it uh, of classes. And after very similar to, to Matt, when I hang out with some of my consortium colleagues at, at Carter Mountain and then probably in the night studying for a marketing quiz. <laughs> okay, so very full plates. It's typical for our podcast guest here. Uh, listeners will not be surprised to hear that Darden students, yes, that was a lot going on. Um, so, Luis, uh, let's start with you for this next question. Tell us a little bit more about your background. What did you do before coming to Darden? Yeah, absolutely, Brett. So, before coming to Darden, I was at Deloitte uh, within their risk and financial advisory practice, uh, working as a senior consultant. Uh, and so, there I was, you know, working with financial institutions such as banks, investment management firms, you know, helping them manage risk from a legal and regulatory perspective um uh, in tandem i also did and continue to to serve on the george washington university board of trustees which is where uh, i went to undergrad at as well all right brianna how about you tell us a little bit more about your background what did you do before coming to dark yeah, so become, before coming to Darden, I had spent about six years in the financial sector, uh, working in the marketing communication space, and then I transitioned to entrepreneurship, uh, launching my own digital marketing firm where I help position C-suite executives as thought leaders, as well as supporting medium to large size companies out on the West Coast um, in the cannabis field, uh, retail, men, jewelry, for instance. Uh, positioning them and their brand and reputation in the digital sphere. Um, very similar to Louise, I also have served on the board of the YMCA as well as the Junior Achievement of Delaware, supporting um, folks that look like me uh, with achieving their own higher education goals. Wow, it's not every day that we have board members coming on the podcast. Uh, very, very engaged group. Uh, all right, Matthew, um, tell us a bit more about your background. Yeah, happy to. Um, my most recent role, I was at PwC's um, private equity value creation team. So I worked with uh, private equity clients 
design due diligences, which is figuring out, you know, any risk within um, the deal and then helping with uh, growth strategy. Prior to this role, I was at PTC right next door to PWC, uh, where I began um, in the firm's like strategy leadership development program as an analyst and quickly climbed the corporate ladder. It held uh, formal and formal leadership roles in ESG, M&A, and special projects. Similar to um, the other guests, um, I was also involved with a lot of philanthropic uh, initiatives at my last two companies, um, ERGs, and just really any way to make sure everyone feels um, included. Well, we're off to a strong start. Clearly a very, very involved and engaged group. Uh, Brianna, how did Darden? Uh, get on your radar? What led you to Charlottesville? Yeah, that's a great question. So I had actually been looking at Darden for quite some time. Um, so my MBA journey started back in 2020 uh, when I first decided in my early 20s what it, what I was decided, like, what do I want to do? <laughs> what would be the next step for me? Um, I'm first generation college student, first generation in my type of career. And so as I continued to learn from others who are around me working in corporate, um, I learned that the MBA, like this business degree would help um, take me, make me more knowledgeable about uh, making business decisions, uh, putting me in the space of thought leaders who lead our different organizations. And so for me, I look specifically at Darden because of its location, its network. Um, I grew up in a military family, so I've lived up and down the East Coast and a section of the East Coast that has stood out to me is DC. And I know that Darden has a strong DC network. And so I um, want to lean into that as I look to transition into a consulting career in the D.C. location. I went to a school back in Charlotte, North Carolina, of about 20,000 folks. And so it was important to me to be part of a intimate network. And Darden, I think right now uh, we have about less than 400 students. And so it may sound like a lot, but compared to 20,000, I think it's an opportunity for me to actually get to know everybody and build lifelong connections and relationships. Um, Outside of being part of a smaller community and a close-knit community, I also wanted to um, tap into the diverse of resources here at, at Darden. And from participating with the diversity conference, I did see what, what resources were available to me and how Darden was kind of pushing and driving forward, uh, being more an inclusive community. You make a good point about the the small nature of the Darden community. There's about 335, 350 full-time MBA students in a in a class, and multiply that by two. Think about first and second year. That's still you know pretty manageable. 700 or so students, a little bit less than that probably, and pretty easy to kind of get to know people, meet people because they all have relocated, moved to Charlottesville. You know that's also a shared part of the experience. Uh, very few of our students uh, come from. Uh, our backyard. Most people are picking up and moving here. And so everybody's new to the area. And so the school is both an academic and, and social hub. Exactly. And I'll probably just add one more thing about the case method, which I heard no problem. People have heard a lot about the case method and it being such a small school and us being such a small uh, student body and us being able, like in sections, we're able to actually develop those connections, not just with the larger student body, but also with the case method, us uh, all communicating our diverse ideas. That was the next thing that was important to me um, to be able to position and put myself in the shoes of those thought leaders at the different organizations I've worked with. And when you know who was in your class on an intimate level, I think that helps to open, build your confidence to speak up, even if you're wrong, be loud and wrong. Uh, but you know, there's no shame that should come with it because you know the folks who are within your section. 
All right, Matthew, tell us a little bit more about what led you to DART. Yeah, happy to. Um, and similar to Brianna, I'm also like a first-gen low-income student who grew up in public housing. And so for me, I, I knew an MBA, specifically DART, would like help even and level the playing field. Um, for me, when I was thinking about this, it was the case method. Um, and I'll explain why. It gives me practice in confidently speaking up, um, having a point of view in class. And it really mimics, so far, at least it's three weeks, like the boardroom. Um, and so I think it's a great opportunity to learn and feel fast in the classroom, a safer environment than the boardroom. Um, two, I would say is um, I've been in Boston all my life and I really wanted to um, be in a college town. And so I actually visited um, last year in the diversity conference. I got a feel for, for Charlottesville and I, I really wanted to um, be away from the city for a little bit. And this is a great time um, to do it. Hence the uh, vineyard uh, right after this call. Then um, the, the last reason is um, diversity, both in people and dot, but also the, when I came to um, Darden, I was talking to different students and a lot of people had different um, ambitions and they told me like how um, they were looking at different areas of interest. And I think that was something that, that stood out as well. Coming from a consultant background, I'm looking to really explore during my first year. And I, I think um, that that's something I really look forward to, to doing and um, something that's definitely possible here at Darden. Yeah, on that exploration point, and Darden is a general management program. You're going to take a core and then you move into electives. And the core, you're going to have very broad exposure. I'll always call it the greatest hits of business school. All the courses that you imagine you take at a business school, accounting, finance, operations, marketing, the list goes on. So lots of directions that are possible. Uh, you think about just how broad the curriculum is. Uh, Luis, how about how about for you? What led you to Dart? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think I want to echo some of the things that have previously been said because it, it's very true. You know, um, the the case method, I think for me, is one of was one of the great uh, things that I was able to experience um, during uh, the diversity uh, conference as well, because I was able to sit in on, uh, you know, a mock case and truly see the learning process unfold through, you know, uh, a lecturer, a professor who was, uh, you know, um, uh, teaching the class. And for me, what, what it gave me was a view into an insight into the world-class teaching that takes place at Darden with the small tight-knit uh, community and supportive environment that I have come to find out is, you know, what makes Darden just very special. And so to that end, you know, um, I come from consulting, as I mentioned uh, previously. And so it really does, you know, to, to echo what Matt mentioned, it does resemble the way that I was interacting with clients, interacting with, you know, supervisors and counterparts on the client side, you know, you're all coming from diverse backgrounds, trying to reach one common goal, oftentimes with ambiguous information. Um, and you're having to, you know, leverage each other's strengths to be able to drive towards a common goal, a common solution. And, and that is precisely the type of learning that takes place in the Darden classroom through the learning teams. Uh, because everybody comes from different backgrounds that, you know, really add to the educational experience. Um, and so that for me was one of the uh, biggest reasons why Darden and 
And, you know, at the diversity conference, just seeing how supportive and inclusive uh, everyone was, like, uh, that for me was just really impressive. I, 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 you know, had gone, you know, throughout my MBA search process, had, had attended other events, but, but it was Darden that really just was cut above the, 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 the rest in terms of just making me feel like I could see myself be a student, be successful, and, and really make uh, my MBA transformative experience for myself. All right. And as our listeners may have started to put together, uh, yes, we're going to talk about the diversity conference. Uh, but one more question before we get there. Um, Matthew, you're a few weeks into your first year now. Uh, what's been uh, the adjustment like, you know, obviously coming from working to now being a full time student? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I mentioned earlier, but it has felt like I'm drinking from a fire hose in the best way possible. Um, I realized how busy I have been, um, but also how much I've achieved. Like we achieved in the last three, four weeks. It is amazing. But I think um, right now, as weekend is approaching, I'm just trying to figure out how to continue prioritizing. That's a very important skill to have. Um, and you will learn quickly, and as I did in the first few weeks, uh, that you cannot do it all. So really try and figure out my priorities. All right. And that's an important process for any first year student, uh, any Darden student generally, is to be very clear about what's most important to you and, and how you want to allocate your time uh, as a result of that. Uh, Luis, how about how about for you? How's your how's your first year going so far? Any big adjustments? Yeah, you know, uh, it's uh, definitely an adjustment going back to being a full time student after being a full time professional. Of course, uh, you realize that you have to, you know, pick up the accounting textbooks and really delve into it a, a bit more. But no, it, it's been great. Um, you know, be, meeting uh, all of the the different people that comprise my my class uh, and and just seeing learning more about where they're coming from and and also what their uh, you know aspirations are with uh, the the a Darden MBA degree, it, all that is very inspiring. And so like Matt also, you know, trying though to find, you know, my own bearings, figure out, you know, what's that routine that best fits me, my lifestyle, my priorities, my goals, correct? Because again, everybody here comes here uh, to to be able to, you know, progress their, their careers, their lives in one way or another. And you just have to be very intentional with how you want to make the most of the experiences and opportunities that Darden offers you, because there are a lot, but you just, there's also just very limited amount of time. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will say, you know, just the adjustment from the working world, where maybe your time is more your own, to uh, Darden being back in school. Uh, you, have, you have class, you have learning team, you have career stuff going on. You don't have quite that same luxury or free time that you may have felt just a few months ago when you were you were out working. So. Uh, Brianna, um, how about for you? How are the first few weeks going? Any big adjustments? Yes. So I, they're very similar to Matt and Louise. I have a couple of adjustments I had to make. The first is I am a night owl. The waking up early, eight, being in class, 8 a.m. sharp has hurt me. <laughs> it's been difficult to wait to wake up at 6 a.m. Um, we're getting there. 
Uh, I think a couple of other things that immediately pop to mind is just that being back in school in the environment. So we do have our learning team. So right after classes end at 1, 10 p.m., we get a couple of hours just to rest up, uh, maybe read our cases, and then we hop back into it. Um, well, before it was, I had my 1.10 to my bedtime would have been my free time to do whatever I wanted to do. So making that adjustment of uh, being back in, in school and getting my head uh, organized um, in regards to time management, uh, very similar to Matt, I want to do everything all at once. And in the first two weeks, I attempted that, and that was complete failure <laughs> uh, because I uh, have four pillars I think about, and it's something me and my learning team also thought about. Is like, what is our, what are our priorities in terms of like health, uh, academics, recruiting. Um, what is one of our pillars? And for me, I said health was first and then I'm not getting as much sleep as I thought so I can be social, so I can uh, be prepared for my learning team. And so now in the third week, it's finding that balance moving forward and determining what are my priorities to maximize my experience here at Darden. All right, that feels like a tradition, very much a, a Darden tradition that all first year students is a process that you go through. Um, as I mentioned, you know, one of the reasons why these folks are here on the podcast is to talk about their experience as diversity conf conference participants. Diversity conference is an annual event here at the Darden School, an opportunity for prospective students to come, to experience uh, Darden, to get a sense of, you know, the role that things like inclusion, equity, diversity play um, in the experience here at, at the Darden School of Business. And so um, thought it'd be, be fun to talk with some folks who are not so far removed from their diversity conference uh, time. So, uh, Luis, um, how did you decide to attend the diversity conference? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I remember, I can't believe it's been a year already since I was thinking, since, since I was applying to the diversity conference. But yeah, no, a year ago, I started thinking about what I wanted to do next uh, in my career and and if I need to, if I want to go to B school and how that would play out, right? Um, I learned about the diversity conference by throughout my, you know, um, MBA application process. And the the reason I decided to, you know, take that leap and, and you know, apply was because to me, it spoke volumes how much Darden here at the University of Virginia was stressing diversity and inclusion. Something that in a previous time in my life had actually not been the case, the case that it was something that was something to celebrate or something to support and promote. And now what do I mean by this? I mean that as you know, Matt and Brianna also shared, I am a first-generation uh, college student, working professional as well. But in addition to that, um, I'm a DACA recipient, part of the population of dreamers uh, who came to this country when I was just two years old. Um, and so for the, for the largest part of my life, I've only known the U.S. to be my country. And uh, I grew up in Georgia, and, you know, as I was looking to go to college just in undergrad, I remember that uh, because of my status, I could not attend any of Georgia's top public universities, despite having the GPA, the academics, the test scores, the, you know, the leadership um, potential there. And, and so that I remember that, um, uh, I, I remember that experience. And so now to see that an institution like Darden 
university like Darden was actually taking, um, you know, steps towards telling people like myself, hey, we believe that diversity and inclusion is important. We want people from all backgrounds to come here to this world-class, uh, you know, institution to pursue your MBA. I, that for me was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, let me sign up. So I signed up to the, the Darden Diversity Conference and, you know, there are folks on the admissions team like Christian West. I mean, they it was just very, you know, they, they were so helpful and supportive that, you know, that to me just spoke volumes about the commitment that Darden has towards its students, no matter what, you know, background you come from, no matter what your circumstances are, they just want to admit the, the best and in turn also support them to make sure that they are able to be successful for themselves and their careers. Thank you, Luis. Brianna, um, how did you decide to attend Diversity Conference? Yes. Um, so before landing on OIB school that I wanted to apply to, I found that being in person and experiencing the atmosphere and the environment uh, was important to me. Um, when I came on grounds, I also wanted to see how Darden was allocating its resources to diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. As we know across the board, when it comes to B-School, it is predominantly white and predominantly male. And so I wanted to understand and see for myself in a tangible way, like what was Darden doing to move the needle? And while at the conference, um, I feel like Darden was pretty candid uh, about realizing that there was an opportunity to increase this diverse student body. And for me, I appreciated the, that candidness and being able to see how the school was moving the, the needle in that DEI space um, and in person and feeling the, when I got on grounds, I wasn't, didn't know exactly what to expect during the diversity conference, but I felt that they had their uh, first year and the second year students there to for us to lean on and ask questions that we that we had and pressing questions and they were they were first years and second years were quite candid about their experiences uh, particularly those of VIPOC uh, um, were candid about their experience at Darden and how they've seen for themselves how Darden has continued to push the needle um, for both women and VIPOC folks coming into B school. All right, Matthew. How about for you? What what led you to say, you know what, I want to attend this diversity conference? Yeah, um, I had two reasons. Um, one is to get a feel for the Darden, and second is meet like-minded people with the same passions and experiences. And so um, on the first bucket, I was really trying to answer the question, um, do I see myself here? Do I feel like I belong here? Um, what DI efforts are in place, and what's the point of view from current students? And so when I was looking at Answering the first question, I was looking at the quote unquote diligencing, like 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 the culture, the people, and the place, because I think that's like going in person, as we, we talked about, really lets you feel if you belong. And the second one is me, like my people, the same passions. I think um, I'm a big we are in it together type person, so I actually really wanted to meet other people who are also applying to um, Darden and other MBA programs. It was a great way. Um, just to like network and, and meet others. Um, so it was two uh, reasons for me. All right. Uh, imagine there'll be some overlap between what you shared in your first answer and this this next question. But you know, 
Brianna, what would be your pitch? As some of our listeners learned about the Diversity Conference, that just sounds interesting. And I maybe have some of these uh, shared interests here. What would be your your uh, your pitch for why someone should attend Diversity Conference? Oh, wow, this is a good question. Um, I think it, there is probably going to be some, some overlap here. I think there's an opportunity for, if you're a person like me that needs to actually be physically be here, um, to experience the the grounds, see the school, to see, as Matt just said, if you would, um, that sense of belonging, if you see yourself here, uh, because know that you belong, but it is, do you see yourself living here? Um, I think their other half is outside of the diversity con- conference, there are activities where we got to go out into Charlottesville or as part of the diversity conference. Um, there were activities that we got to experience going out into Charlottesville, right? Because you're going to be on campus most of the time, maybe your first year. But then your second year, there's an opportunity for you to go beyond the grounds to actually being within the Charlottesville community. You're going to find your favorite places to eat, drink, and so on and so forth. Um, so I think that the other half to this is an opportunity to connect with first years and second years, such as myself, that'll be able to share what our experience has been like over the past couple of weeks since we've uh, kicked off our own journey here at at Darden. Again, an opportunity to network with network with the students, and I'll say trust the trust the process. <laughs> I think this um, being in person this could possibly be like a key component to why you decide to apply to Darden. A really good point about just coming and spending time on on grounds. Uh, oftentimes, when we talk with prospective students, you know, there's a you know, a lot of people have spreadsheets going and all kinds of information about each school. At the end of the day, though, if you talk to people about what ultimately led them to make their MBA decision, oftentimes it comes to comes down to just feel uh, some sort of gut. Uh, you know, I felt like this was the right place for me. It's a little bit more ephemeral than a line on the spreadsheet, but nevertheless, um, I do think that's how it works for many people. And you know, coming and spending time on grounds. That's a big part, big part of it. Um, Matthew, um, what's your pitch for why someone should attend Diversity Conference? Yeah, um, the pitch I have is get a feel for darling by meeting cool cats. Um, And then the second pitch is meet first second years who got your back. And because um, the um, students from last year were so, you know, gracious, we will want to pay for it and meet y'all. And then the last point is to... um, the in-class experience, it was really intense in the best way possible. Um, my class talked about like, social impact bonds, and I really gotten a feel for, for Darnin um, there. And then don't forget, we also got to go to Quirk Hotel last year, and uh, we also went out as a cohort, and it was very fun. So great things. Yeah, Quirk Hotel has a, has a rooftop uh, situation. Beautiful always uh, to be there. Um, and as people listen to this podcast, hopefully they're developing a list of places, uh, things that they'd like to do uh, when they come to Charlottesville. Uh, we've discussed some wateries. Uh, there's Carter Mountain. I think that's come up in this conversation. The Cork Hotel has a, has a rooftop uh, bar if you're looking to experience something a little bit closer to the downtown mall. Um, so no shortage of, of things to do. Luis, what's your pitch as to why someone should attend the diversity conference? Yeah, so... An MBA, choosing an MBA school is a very personable experience, right? It's uh, high involvement. It's one that's going to alter the trajectory of your life. And you want to make sure that you're making the right decision for yourself and, you know, those uh, around you who are going to be supporting you in that decision. And so, you know, come try it out, <laughs> right? Uh, come try uh, 
grounds uh, and and meet the the people who you'll be studying along with. That being, you know, uh, first years uh, will be second years as well, and also the the faculty learn from the faculty experience, the faculty that you'll be uh, learning from, and then really just uh, as Brianna mentioned. Uh, do you see yourself here, right? I think that's the biggest question that you need to answer throughout this process because, you know, you can learn accounting, finance, marketing, uh, anywhere, right? But but it's, you know, it's how, you know, the, 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 the education, the world-class education complemented by the experiences that you're going to uh, and, uh, experience and the opportunities that you'll be, you know, uh, making the most out of that will complement that education uh, and really, really set you up for success. So, you know, come try it out for yourself and you'll see just why everybody raves about Darden and, and the magic of, of Darden. Yeah, I think it, the biggest challenge for prospective students, I think, as you do this MBA research is every school talks about the exact same things. You know, it talks about incredible classroom experience, incredible faculty, sense of community, all of this. But the expression of these things, particularly the culture at each school, is going to be very, very different. It's hard to appreciate that at the website level. You've got to actually come and, and spend some time uh, and talk to the students and engage in all the ways that you've, you've all noted here. Uh, Matthew, what are you looking forward to uh, in the coming months? I mean, you all have a lot going on. We talked about the importance of priorities and intention and all of this kind of stuff. But are there things that you have circled on, on your calendar that you're excited about? Yeah, I guess go back to the framework that Rihanna created, um, social, academic and recruiting. Um, I think sleep is important. I'm not going to list it here. I think that's something I, I do eventually look forward to. But within this like construct of MBA, I think social, academic, and recruiting are super important. I think social for me means like not only meeting new people, but more importantly, building upon the relationships that I have already built, including my friends from like consortium, like Darden before Darden, um, and meeting people from my section. So that's something that I'm super excited about. Academically, um, I'm excited once I finish the first year or even after the first quarter, just reflecting on how much I've grown. It's only been three weeks, but I actually just tell you I've grown a lot in this time. I want to like maybe like after the first quarter, just like reflect on who I was before and who I became because I actually grown so much in this such a short amount of time. And then recruiting, I'll say um trying to explore, I could go back to consulting, but I think this year I'm really trying to figure out um I want to do what my passion areas are. So I'm excited for like the career tech and just meeting companies that come on campus. Um, from why here, um, they host a lot of fun events and they want to get to know us. All right, Lu Luis, uh, what are you looking forward to in the in the coming months? Yeah, I'm looking forward to you know really establishing that routine that best works for me. You know. Um, but also more tactically, uh, looking forward to some of the events that uh, uh, some of the career-oriented uh, organizations on campus uh, have going on. So, for example, the, the Darden Private Equity Club, they're going to bring in some really cool speakers to learn more about, you know, the private equity space and the different jobs that you can uh, pursue to really see if that's something that I want to do, right? So definitely have uh, those on my radar, of course. Um, you know, looking forward to the week of October 23rd, which is when hopefully some of our listeners here will be on grounds uh, experiencing uh, the diversity conference. 
as well. Uh, definitely would love to, you know, engage with them just as other uh, previous starting students, you know, engaged with myself. So, no, I mean, there's a lot that's going on around uh, campus, around grounds. Uh, so really looking forward to just uh, making the, the most of my time during this first quarter and, of course, studying for, for the uh, Q1 exams that are coming up in October as well. Yeah, hopefully our, our listeners are also starting to put together, as you ask a first-year Darden student, what are you looking forward to? That answer could probably go on and, and on. There's, there's so much uh, to, to be excited about. Um, but I appreciate the shout out for the diversity conference. I think we're all looking forward to it. It's become uh, very much one of the signature admissions events of the fall and uh, such a great way for people in a relatively short amount of time to get a lot of information uh, about Darden and, and to make some co good connections, as Matthew mentioned, fellow prospective students, other people who are on this journey, but also to benefit from the experience of the current students. So, so much of the knowledge information share here at Darden happens from second year to first year students or first year and second year students to prospective students. That is a big part of this ecosystem. So, uh, Brianna, how about how about for you? Um, what are you looking forward to in the coming months? Yeah, I'm also looking forward to October 23rd. Christian West just recently asked me if I'd participate. And absolutely, I will be there at the Diversity Conference. So our listeners, be sure to find me and let's connect. A few other things that I'm looking forward to include um, just looking at my pillars of academic, social, career, and health. Um, first and foremost, there are a lot of tons of clubs on uh, Darden's ground, including the D Darden Outdoors Club. So I'm looking forward to skiing in the winter. <laughs> I've never skied before, so I'm excited to do so. The next is I wanted to make sure outside of picking up the business foundational skills, I also want to learn how to golf. And so I joined the golf club. So there's going to be a couple of lessons that are coming up uh, throughout the fall, and I'm looking forward to taking them and becoming hopefully an expert by the time I'm, I'm done with Darden. Um, and on the, um, at least the career side, I'm looking forward to recruiting. I'm a little anxious about it. I think nobody probably wants to admit about recruiting because we go into school. I'd rather focus on the social, but I'm looking forward to recruiting and finally actualizing my dream career. Um, and lastly, I'm also uh, looking forward to learning more about the Batten Institute throughout the fall, exploring what entrepreneurship opportunities are available and how I can be tapped into it. Yeah, I, I would say recruiting is one of those things. I, I, I get a sense, you know, we talk to first year students, there's a lot of build up. There's a lot that happens. I mean, it, for many students, it actually begins even prior to the start of school. There's all kinds of pre-MBA stuff you can do. Um, but it really, you know, kicks off, you know, pretty soon after you start the program, all kinds of networking to do. And then, you know, November, December, probably applying uh, for things. And yeah, so there's a lot there's a lot to do on that on that front. So, um, all right. Last question. We've, a lot of good advice that's been shared here along the way. Um, but Luis, I wonder if there's a final word you would want to share with our prospective student listeners. Yeah, I'll say really take that leap of faith and, you know, share your story, share what makes you, you know, the best applicant that you can be. Because, you know, when you share your story and you share, you know, all the stuff that has made you resilient and has made you be able to reach uh, where you are in life, like that's that's something very powerful. And, and Darden really values those diverse stories, backgrounds, uh, because, at the end of the day, that's what makes this starting community strong. And so definitely, you know, don't, you know, shy away from applying to 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 Darden. 
uh, by all means, you know, apply and put your best foot forward and, and just make sure that, you know, you, you give it your, your, your best efforts. Um, and, and that's all, that's all I can say. And we underscore all the time that the application process is not just filling out an application. It's actually a storytelling exercise. It's about narrative. And, you know, your narrative has kind of three key pillars, personal, academic, professional. Um, and all of those things are equally important. I think oftentimes when people apply to business school, they think, oh, the personal must not matter a lot. But hopefully um, our listeners who've been tuned into this conversation today started to put together the personal is also really important here because all of that comes with you to the community, uh, the learning experience. This is a place where you will get to share your perspectives and experiences with your classmates in, in and out of, out of class. So uh, Brianna, how about for you? What's a piece of advice, something you would encourage our, our listeners to consider as, as they go forth on their own MBA journeys? Yeah, so there, I have two pieces. Uh, one is embrace your strengths. I know that it can be easy to look at your weaknesses and maybe harp over the weaknesses. Um, I'm putting quotes around weaknesses. I know y'all can't see me, but don't let them, your weakness, what you think are your weaknesses overshadow your strengths, really lean into them. And lastly, trust the process, right? So Darden is, you're assessing Darden just as much as they are assessing you um, and you belong here. And I think that they are our admin. They're looking at folks who can not only contribute to the Darden community, but also benefit from the Darden community, right? So there are going to be moments during the process while you may be like frustrated or upset. I know, I don't know about Matt, Matt Louise, but through, during my time in the application process, there were, I experienced a range of emotions, right? Um, but I knew, trusted the process. <laughs> here I am as a first year, third week of school. Um, so know that you belong here, trust yourself and embrace your strengths. Yeah, there's a lot of ambiguity as you go through the uh, business school application process. You work on your applications, you send them out into the world, you go interview a few places, and then a lot of waiting. And then, of course, you've got the decision making process. If you a few offers your way and got lots of advice coming. By the way, do a Google about where should I go to business school, ask Reddit, all these kinds of things that people do. Golly, I don't know if that makes it any easier. So um, you sort of have to embrace that everybody's journey is their own uh, and you'll figure it out as you go along here. But I think that practice with ambiguity also will help you as you go through business school. So much of this is learning how to be a Darden student, learning how to navigate the career process. You have you have good weeks, you have challenging weeks, but you'll figure it out. Um, and, but being comfortable with that sort of that sort of gray space as you're kind of putting it all together. I, I think that's, I think that's useful. Um, Matthew, uh, final word of advice, something you would encourage our listeners to consider. Yeah. Um, we just had a class on authentic leadership and the topic we talked about is vulnerability. Um, to go on Luis's point, I think it's very important to tell your German story and to be honest, to tell your strength. But I also think one thing I did was also be honest with myself on like who I am as a person and what my opportunity areas are, because I did highlight areas that I think I feel like an MBA could help me with. And I did that. Um, the other thing is um, talk to as many students as possible. We want to get to know you. We want to see you at this diversity conference um, next month. And then the third one is exactly why I actually did the, the conference, as I mentioned, but I want to meet other like-minded people. And what made the process a lot easier is when I had a friend also in the same process as I, and we would shoot texts and um, just like be there together. And I think the last piece of advice is how I got in um, a roommate and we are attending Darden together. 
kicked in the other room and we were just here together and that's my final word of advice is. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the the social connection, I think oftentimes when people are applying to business school, they, they may think that maybe you don't know a lot of people in your in your world that are that are going through this. Maybe you're the only person that you know that are applying that's currently applying to business school. Uh coming to events, diversity conference, even just doing something simple like a virtual chat. Uh, where you're on there with other other students or, you know, some of these things, just a, an opportunity to make some connection, maybe meet a few people so that you have some folks on on the journey journey with you who who can relate because uh, it is kind of its own own thing applying to business school. Um, so, uh, well, thank you all for being uh, for being on the podcast, for sharing your story and for encourage our listeners to uh, to take a look at the diversity conference and, and, and maybe join us for the event. So, Thank you for having us. Thank, thank you. you. And that was my conversation with three first-year students in our full-time MBA class of 2025, Matt Al, Luis Otero, and Brianna Huff. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Till next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.